0: Hey there, single lady. I am so glad, as always, that you are here. You know, I often talk with single women who say that they're interested in a relationship. They're interested in a long-term, committed relationship that maybe even leads to marriage, but they're afraid. They're afraid that they don't have what it takes to make a relationship work. They're afraid they're not ready to date, so they wonder if they can have a healthy, happy relationship. If this describes you, you are in the right place. Place, friend, because today I'm going to share questions that you can ask yourself to identify your readiness to date. I also have a freebie that I want to share with you. It's the Ready to Date Checklist, and it contains 30 questions that you can ask yourself to help you identify if you're ready to date. It's going to give you a whole lot of food for thought about your motivations for dating and help you identify what you want in your dating life going forward. So unfortunately, I don't have time to cover all 30 of the questions today here on this episode. And so if you'd like to get that freebie, head on over to singleover30.com net forward slash checklist. Again, that's single dot 30.net forward slash checklist. Welcome to the single over 30 podcast with dating and relationship coach Shanna Shooty. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Your Shannon. All right, welcome back. So what do you do if you're not sure if you're ready to date? So today, like I said, I'm going to give you some questions that you can ask yourself. So the first questions, the first group of questions you can ask yourself are the following. If I start dating, why do I want to date? Is it for companionship alone or is it to meet a partner? Do I want to hang out with a man? Is that all I want? And what do I want long-term? Am I interested in a long-term relationship that leads to marriage? The reason that you wanna know why you want to date, if you do wanna date, is because you wanna know what you would like the result to be. Because when you start dating or putting yourself out there, you want to make sure that you and the men that you date or a man that you become serious with, that you're on the same page. Because if two people are dating and they are not on the same page about their relational expectations, it can lead to a lot of disappointment and even heartbreak for one or both parties. I see this all the time with women who start dating men. And then months or years later, they realize that the man never, ever wanted a commitment. I've had women tell me that they've dated men for a couple years and then realize that, hey, this guy never wanted to get married and that's what I want. And then you've got to back up the relationship track and break up and that really hurts. So if you haven't answered this question about what you want and why you want to date and what you want the outcome to be, and you haven't been honest with yourself about your desire for a relationship, for example, you could draw men to you who are what people call players. These are guys who aren't interested in commitment and they just want to play around. Here's something really important to remember. The clarity you give yourself will be the clarity you bring into dating. And if you do not have clarity, you will also bring that into dating. During one coaching session I had with some guys some time ago, one of the men said that he wasn't sure if he wanted to get remarried, and he wanted to know if he needed to know if he wanted to get remarried or not before he started dating. And my thought was, yes, you do need to know if you would like a committed relationship if the right person comes around, or you need to know if you would just like to be casual. Otherwise, like I was mentioning, when you meet someone, even if you do like them a lot, if there's some conflict going on inside of you about whether or not you want to get committed, there can be a whole lot of push pull going on in the relationship and a lot of confusion, not only for them, but for you. So maybe you're saying, Well, Shanna, I don't know if I want to date or not because I've had a lot of disappointment in my life and a lot of hurt, a lot of relational disappointment. And even just saying that I want a commitment feels really scary to me. I hear this a lot from singles, right? we get a little bit older, sometimes we feel a little disillusioned and a little discouraged. And we feel like if we admit it, then we're being really vulnerable because we're owning our desire. And this can be hard because on one hand, it's like you're holding desire that's saying, yes, I want a relationship. And then the other hand, you're holding surrender to a whole bunch of circumstances that you can't control. I mean, there are some things that you can control in your dating and relationship life, and I'm sharing some of those on this episode today. But there are a whole lot of things you can't control, like other people. So it can be tricky balancing this balancing act of desire, so to speak, because you've got that desire in one hand and the surrender in the other. And when you're in a place of a lot of longing or you really want a relationship, sometimes it can honestly feel like your heart is going to get decimated and destroyed. (laughs) I've completely been there. But again, without admitting what you want in a relationship and what dating is for, you may draw the kind of men to you who are not interested in the same type of relationship goal or same relationship level that you are. So another question that will help you figure out why you want to date and what you want the outcome to be, is to ask yourself, if I was going to look back six months or a year from now, what would I like to see that had happened during that time in my dating and relationship life? And if I get five or 10 years down the road and I look back over my shoulder, what would be my biggest regret if it didn't happen? Would you regret not finding a special man who loves you and adores you? Would you regret not putting yourself out there? Would you regret being alone in your older years? What would you regret? Just by answering these simple questions about what you want to see happen, if you could look back over your shoulder and what you would regret can help you give clarity to what you're really feeling and to help you be honest with yourself. So the next thing that can help you decide if you're ready to date is to answer the question, have I identified my dating patterns? So maybe you're thinking, well, Shanna, I haven't had any dates. I haven't even had a boyfriend. I'm in my 30s or I'm in my 40s or my 50s and I've never had a serious relationship. So you're like, I don't have any patterns. I do want to say, this is a pattern. You do not have to be dating to have a pattern. So maybe your pattern has been that you're not interested in men who are interested in you, but you are interested in men who aren't interested in you. This is a pattern and one that I had when I was single. Another pattern is that maybe you feel a lot of anxiety or some anxiousness when a man moves towards you to express his interest, and even when a relationship starts to get serious. Maybe you give in to men physically when they haven't committed to you because you're trying to win their affection, and then they end up leaving you. That's a difficult one. It can really hurt. I just got an email from someone today that this happened to. If this is what you do, it's a pattern. Maybe you date men quickly and become committed in a serious dating relationship quickly without really getting to know them, and then you stay in relationships far too long after you knew that you should break up. That's a pattern. Maybe you find yourself dating men who you have to fix, men who don't have their lives together, men who haven't grown up, or men who are abusive. That's a pattern. Maybe you cut men off quickly as soon as they express an interest and you find things that are wrong with them. That's a pattern because no man can measure up. Maybe you're only attracted to men who are very handsome or good looking. And you don't give other men who are interested in you a chance because they're not as hot and you're all into chemistry. That's a pattern. And that's one that I had too. (laughs) Maybe when men show an interest in you, you don't notice because you've told yourself over and over and over again throughout your life that no one would be interested in you. And maybe that's because of something that happened to you when you were young. So these are dating and relationship patterns. And there are a whole lot more. But right now, I just want to say to you, if you identify with any of these patterns, please do not beat yourself up. I have totally been there. I dated men too quickly, stayed in relationships far too long after I knew they should have ended, and I dated men I should have never dated, and I also ruled men out who I didn't think were attractive enough. I didn't give men who I didn't have a high level of chemistry with a chance. So I've totally been there. So please do not beat yourself up. Just give yourself a hug. So here's the problem with patterns, or these unhealthy dating patterns, is that they're often hidden. We don't even know that they exist. I did not know that mine existed until I got married. And that's one reason that I am here right now talking with you is because I have a passion to help women who want a relationship identify the internal and external obstacles that are keeping them stuck. So maybe you're thinking, well, I sense that something's not right, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. Or maybe you've had friends or other people around you tell you that you can't receive love or you're dating the wrong men or something else, but you just kind of brush it off because it really doesn't make any sense. And maybe you've thought, well, when the right guy comes along, then all of this stuff is just going to automatically disappear and I'm going to overcome these obstacles. So maybe you've heard the phrase that... Crazy is when you keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. Actually, maybe it's insanity. (laughs) So when you identify any dating patterns, the good news is, is that you can choose differently to get a different outcome. How awesome is that? You deserve a great relationship. And like I always say at the end of every episode, the dream you have to love and be loved is possible. I truly believe that. So in being intentional and honest with yourself about your dating life and about any patterns that you have is a huge step to overcome anything that could be in your way. And just going, you know what? Maybe I don't know everything. Maybe there are some things hidden from me that I don't really understand. And so if you are in that place, that is a huge, huge start. So I also want to encourage you here because Lots of times we get so sensitive and I get it because you may know I was single until I was 46. We get really sensitive because we've tried everything. We've tried online dating. We've had friends set us up. We've been in relationships. We've tried to let men know we're interested. We've done all of these things and nothing has worked. So what we start feeling is that there's something wrong with us. And it makes us very sensitive. And so I just want to encourage you, dating patterns don't mean there is anything wrong with you. And it doesn't mean that you're defective or that you're broken. Imagine if you were married and there was some area that you needed to improve in your marital relationship. Maybe you could be more thoughtful or work fewer hours to honor your mate. You would never say that there's something wrong with you. Like you probably wouldn't go, you know what? I'm broken and defective. What you would do is you would say, this is something that I need to improve upon. It's the same with dating patterns. They are not indictments or reason for shame or feelings of failure. They are just ways to improve. That's it. That's all. Nothing more. And believe me, I could have certainly improved when I was single and dating. With all the women I have coached, I have only met one that I didn't know why she was still single, and then she married a couple years later. In my own personal life, when I was able to overcome the unproductive dating patterns I had developed, I was ready to move on and find a great guy. And in my late 30s, I started to wonder if there were some things holding me back. When I started to panic on dates and panic when a guy started to be really interested in me. But I really didn't understand that, hey, this is one of the things that's holding you back. By now in this episode, I hope you're feeling really good about yourself because I want you to know I have been there, right? I've shared a lot about myself, about things that I have done or patterns that I have dealt with. So I've been there. Please know that you are not alone. And if you would like help overcoming or identifying any unproductive dating patterns, I'd like to be an encouragement to you and I would be honored to help you. If you have not had a 30-minute breakthrough session with me yet, please head on over to singleover30.net and click on coaching at the top of the page and then you'll be taken to another page where you can fill out a short form. Okay, so the next question you can ask yourself is, Not only have I identified my relationship patterns, but do I have a strategy to help overcome any that are unhealthy? So if you say you want a date and that you want a relationship and you can identify your patterns, but you aren't sure what to do differently, the problem is you might get a repeat performance when you get into a relationship or get out there. So when my client Gina came to me, she was in her early 40s. And she reached out for coaching because she said she realized that there was something holding her back from getting the love that she wanted. As we talked, she admitted that she was afraid of commitment. So what she was doing is that she always found reasons why men weren't going to be good for her. Later on, she said, you know, I realized through coaching that my emotions weren't always telling me the truth. She said she was always finding something wrong with the guys that she was dating because she was terrified to love. But she was in her early 40s and she wanted to marry. She started to recognize this pattern enough and then she decided to do something about it. She realized too through coaching that she was an avoidant attachment style. If you'd like more information on the avoidant attachment style, visit episode number 81. So what happened was I coached Gina for six months and I gave her practical strategies to move past her unhealthy dating patterns while she was dating. And she continued to date a man that she met online. And just a couple weeks ago, I got a wedding announcement in the mail and she's getting married this month. I love it when I get these wedding announcements. It truly thrills my heart, and it's the reason I do what I do. So again, Gina just didn't identify her patterns, but she decided... That once she admitted that she really wanted a relationship, that she wanted to do something about overcoming the patterns that she was seeing. A big win for love. So any of the unhealthy dating patterns that I've talked about and others can sabotage even the best woman's love life. I have experienced that and it's because these things are hidden. For more information about dating patterns, check out episode 72, How to Avoid Going Nowhere Relationships and Unproductive Dating Patterns. So the next question you want to ask yourself to find out if you're ready to date is, have I done the work, which goes along with what I just said. Have I done what I need to do to be ready for a relationship so I can be the best person I can be? for a relationship and for another person? Because this isn't just about you, right? It's about being prepared for another person so that you can be a blessing to them. Have I done the work that I need to do to become as emotionally healthy as possible? You do not have to have every single one of your insecurities solved before you date or commit. You don't have to be in a place where you say, I don't care if I find somebody or not. Remember when people say, if you don't care, then someone's going to show up. Well, there's plenty of evidence all around that that isn't true. People who want relationships get married and commit all the time. You don't have to be like Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. Did that bring a song to mind and make you want to sing? <laughs> so people have quirks and insecurities and fears and emotional hangups and these kinds of people get married every day. Not only that, but there are some wounds that you have. There are some insecurities that you have that can only be healed inside of a relationship. And I know this has been true for me. I know there's been so much healing in my heart since I got married. There's just a sense of safety, emotional safety, and physical safety that comes into a woman's life when she's married to a great guy. You do not have to be perfect. I was just telling my husband this morning how I appreciate that he appreciates my quirks. And he laughed and said, if I didn't appreciate your quirks, that would be my quirk, (laughs) not yours. And I laughed with him. Of course, you want some level of relational health and you want the man to marry to have that too, because emotional health makes for a more stable relationship. But here's the deal. Nobody's perfect. However, you will know that you're healthy and ready for a relationship when you have done some investigation to find out where you can grow. Again, it's those blind spots that get us tripped up. And we all can grow, right? There is no crime in that. And it doesn't mean that you're broken or defective or a failure. It doesn't mean you cannot have a relationship. Imperfect people marry every single day. I hope this has been encouraging to you. And remember, head on over to singleover30.net slash checklist to get those thirty questions. And as we close, remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny. Baby. Keep it sunny. Baby. Keep, it keep it sunny. Baby.